You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Yo, what up, guys? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity here in the studio with a very talented. He is a musician. He is an actor. You might have seen him on Broadway. You might have seen him on TV. You might just see him in the studio. <laughs> we have the one and only Leon Thomas. What's going on? How you feeling, brother? I'm very excited to have you in here. Man, uh, thank you, bro. Just even especially based off our conversation right now, I think we're going to have a great show. We're going to have a good time. Now, you're going to be promoting your uh, new single with uh, album uh, label mate, Wiz Khalifa. Hello. How are yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Wiz Khalifa. We're going <laughs> to get to get into that a little later. Uh, but first, I want to pick your brain about some of the stuff that's been going on this week uh, okay. on Twitter. Yeah, let's get it. Number one is the Grammys were this week. Did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I got a chance to check it out. It was All really right, what cool. were some of your high, your high moments from the Grammys? Here's the deal. Beyonce is one of the sexiest women on, on earth, really, and, and uh, that performance was dope to me. Um, I love the whole combination of her and her husband just being up there and just showing the world that they love each other. It's, it's bomb. You know, right. it's true. Beyonce definitely did it. Uh, yeah, she did it right. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's let's I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some high moments for me and let me know what you thought of them. Yeah, man, do you think Daft Punk? They won album of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- wh- how, wh- how you feeling about Daft Punk this year? Well, I think Get Daft lucky. Punk. Yeah, the sound is amazing. I think their whole marketing scheme, the 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 helmets and 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 I mean just the way that they've been able to rock it for years. I mean they've been around for a very long time. I, I'm I'm a huge fan and. They deserve everything that they get. I love it because it's like, we don't even know if they're actually at the... They could be like on a yacht with Kanye West. (laughs) Like, where was Rihanna? Maybe she was really with the real Daft Punk. That's what I'm saying. Who were these two guys? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw some pictures (laughs) online that are supposedly the guys from Daft Punk. And I mean, they look pretty cool. They're chill dudes. I mean, I love to hang with them. What was it? The Blue Man Group kind of thing? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um... Which I can't even believe. I just compared the two of those. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, you know, not signed to anybody. They're right. independent artists yeah. and swept. Nah, they killed it. They, they came in there with a broom and they were like, whew, whew. I mean, this independent movement is a thing. I mean, I think it's great that they were able to do that. I mean, it's really proven a point that, you know, we're in a world that's changing. The internet means a lot more than it did 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they learned how to use that. And what's funny is that. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, all right. We were oh, going to get into a whole little... <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, they, they they just really showed that you can do it yourself. And uh, I think that's really important for yeah. our generation. I mean, it's funny because if you were to go back, you know, what, 10, was it 10, maybe 12? I don't even want to just call my age up. But when Soldier Boy first came out and kind of the whole YouTube and exactly. the internet sensation, this is kind of... You know, it, it kind of fell flat for a while. Like, okay, how can we be creative and innovative mm-hmm. now? Everyone's kind of doing the same thing. And, I mean, this kind of gives hope to a lot of artists who are coming out there because music is just kind of being thrown out there. And right. some people get the golden ticket. Exactly. And some people don't. But this, you know, I feel like they what they did, not only for independent uh, artists, but even just for, I mean, they performed Same Love. And they had 33 marriages going at the same time. 
I mean, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was a little excessive with Madonna coming out. <laughs> like, the Queen Latifah thing was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you know, it made a statement. It was a big moment for them. It's interesting though because. I don't know to tie this together, but if we go back, I don't know if you remember the other white hip hop artist Eminem performed yeah. with Elton John, and that was a big stir in the gay community. And then you yeah, have uh, Macklemore now with this. So I don't know. I don't know. It was a good. It was a good moment for them. Congratulations, Macklemore. Yeah, I mean, if there's any time to push limits, I think it's now. <laughs> uh, Lord and Casey Musgraves mm. swept up a whole bunch of awards. Oh, yeah. um, and congratulations, Lord, you got Song of the Year. Yeah, I mean. What a chick, man! She's been killing it. I man, mean, that dance is dope. Did yeah. on stage, like, uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing salt. <laughs> um, okay, one of my high moments was and Beyonce's too. Oh yeah, was uh, Pharrell's hat. It was amazing. It was fly. Way way to make a stance on the carpet. Killed it, man. <laughs> Killed it. Like the fact that we're still talking about it means that Pharrell won. That's right. the thing. <laughs> um, okay, well, who, people are saying well, who didn't win is rap music. Um, since hip hop only had two performances, mm-hmm. um, and the only rap or there was only one rap award that actually made the broadcast. Right. People are upset about it. Um, do you feel like, well, hey, you know, let's just let's let's move our way into it. Let's not just try and rush it or. Well, uh, I don't think it's about rushing anything. I mean, the Grammys is no different from any other organization. It's been around for a long time. And, you know, it takes time for things to truly evolve and to change. And I think, you know, next year we're definitely going to see some switch ups for, you know, how important of a role, you know, hip hop and the rap community is going to play within the Grammys. Because, I mean, you're seeing that Juicy J is now considered pop. I mean, some of these cats who are really out here, you know, killing the top 10 on Billboard are are, are doing rap music. Right. So I think it's definitely going to be uh, more important for years to come. But in due time, my brother. It's gonna happen uh, in the right time. A yeah. high moment, Kendrick Lamar and uh, yeah. Radio was it Radio? Um, oh, damn, uh, I know exactly who you're talking about that performance. Uh, though, really great, amazing. Um, Kendrick's a beast, man. He's so dope. Who I was a little disappointed by Katy Perry. She did this dark horse thing with Juicy. I, w- I will say the best part of the performance is that she brought Juicy J out to the Grammys. Juicy's that the man. Like Juicy's the awesome man. Awesome move on Katy Perry's <laughs> yeah. part. But I felt like it was like this. Like remember when Nicki Minaj did that whole church thing and Roman's Revenge? Right. I felt like it was a little play off of that, but and it, it was supposed to be creepy and gothicy, but mm-hmm. it ended up being more like I was watching the mo- Disney movie Hocus Pocus. Whoa. Salt again. Throw some more salt on it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I think Katie's dope, man. She's dope. I mean, I think everybody has their moments where, you know, performances and that super crazy strong, but I I don't really think that that was one of her moments. I mean, I I think she did all right, honestly. Uh, And then another low moment of the night, which could have been a high moment. (laughs) At the end, we had Queens of Stone Age, Nine Inch Nails, and Lindsey Buckingham performing. and Grammys, what the hell? It got interrupted by a Delta commercial, the Grammy credits, and a damn Criminal Minds promo. <laughs> hey, man, we're all human. We got to pay bills, right? <laughs> got to right. pay them bills. <laughs> all right. All right, but let's talk about Beyonce right now because Beyonce uh, did her performance, right? Yeah. Sexy, all that. It's just amazing. Well, she's been getting a lot of slack 
because people are saying it was too sexy. It was not appropriate uh, for her to be doing this no on the show. Thing. What do yeah, you think? I think she's doing fine. She's amazing. And the thing is, is that the video that we all love was no different from what she did on that stage. And I just think people need to chill, like relax. One comment I will say before I go into it is Beyonce, someone tweeted, Beyonce can twerk and dance dirty on stage, but if Miley does it, she's a horrible person. Um, that's in, that's a very interesting. Point. I thought it was kind of. It's interesting. a very interesting point. I don't know what to say about it. I As mean, some people I think, say I think the way Beyonce and Jay Z did it, it was tasteful. I think it was, it was tasteful. Tasteful because I mean, she's married. She has a kid. Uh, it's it's definitely a different conversation, and I feel like Beyonce's definitely paid her dues. This is the first time we even saw Miley in that light. So, I mean, it was supposed to shock people. I think it did its job. Miley's performance did, and and um. I don't. I don't really think there's a there's a true comparison between no. the two at this point. I mean, even one thing I will say to talk about classy class is the way Beyonce when she did the surfboard thing. We all know what that reference yeah, is. I know what that's but about. when Jay Z yeah. Jay Z turned around, so I like that he, she wasn't grinding on nothing. So for people to say that, I think that that was the appropriate way to handle that situation. I mean, yeah, Beyonce is a queen, man. She's she's the queen of class. All so right, it's you're like, saying she's that. gonna be all right. She's but, gonna be all right. But but what Jennifer Hudson didn't have anything nice to say. She said, What'd "Girl, say? I can't." Ooh. This I is can't. her quote. Ooh. This is her quote. <laughs> Sing about the same old things in music is so overrated. Sex, drinking, the club, okay, especially sex. Whoa. Like we are grown ups. We ain't got over that. Like really? Wow. Ain't you too old for that kind of thing? Can you talk about something else? I get annoyed with those things, but I can't answer the last question. Ooh, though I want to, and that was in reference to Beyonce's new album. Man, so Jay Hus throwing some salt too. What's up? And we just all at, we all at the Morton's factory. He's just throwing it. Like, nah, okay, I don't know what to say about that. All right, we're just gonna move on from that. Macklemore. Macklemore took home Best Rap Album, Best Rap Song, Best Rap Performance, and, of course, Best New Artist. People are irritated. The Grammy Hip Hop uh, Committee didn't want him to be up for all of these awards. Um, people were irritated that he won all four of them. Uh, Macklemore sent a text to Kendrick, and it was right. posted where he said, Yo, I robbed you. You totally should have won that. Kendrick was like, It ain't nothing. Why are you saying that to me? Like, yeah, celebrate. It's all good. I mean... Like I said, right now is a great time with the hip-hop culture. I think we're really taking big steps. Uh, Kendrick's definitely one of the people leading, um, just just killing it with the lyrics and the lyricism and just the way he was able to put together that album. I'm really looking forward to his uh, sophomore album. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be amazing. And I personally feel like he deserved that Grammy, but I know that Macklemore is just, you know, they killed it, and they really pushed limits, like and I said, and, and they really worked hard. So, I mean, who am I to say that? It, it's just, it happened how it happened, and I think Kendrick understands that, and I know he's going to go hard on the second album. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, what I would like people to look at, you know, even though I do think Kendrick should have won it, I yeah, think there, were, sure. there, there are a bunch of other people that I think should have, but yeah. I think we should look at, like, Three years ago, we would have never gotten someone like Kendrick Lamar on the Grammys performing. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. The internet, baby. <laughs> so what's next week? What's next year? Oh, you it's, know? it's really about to get crazy. And I mean, that's what I'm excited about. It's just the progression within music. You know, the, the art of doing it yourself. All right. Doing it yourself. Well, yeah. Prince is doing it himself, too. Uh-oh. Because Prince... <laughs> 
I don't know if you've been reading, but Prince yeah, sued a whole bunch of his fans on Facebook. $22 million. That's $1 million for each bootlegger because they were posting concert footage uh, that has not been released yet um, on Facebook. Right. So he's going to bring them to court. And then recently he just dropped the charges. As long as they took everything off, uh, he said they, uh, his people came out and said, We recognize that fans are craving for as much material as possible, but we'd prefer they get it from us directly than from third parties who are scalpers rather than real fans of our work. Mm-hmm. I respect Prince for not going through with the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a time of age where we have a new generation who doesn't understand the CD market, the album market, the, the tape, you know, exactly. they're actually going out and purchase. There, there are kids who are like, wait, what do you mean? You, you really have to pay for music? Like, it's on the internet. Right. So I, I, I like that he's approaching it from the sense of, all right, you know what? I'm not going <laughs> to rape these people for a million dollars because they probably don't have it. Yeah. I mean, he's at this point making a point. He's he he's saying to everybody, don't steal my stuff. <laughs> and I mean, I couldn't think of a better way to do it than to really just go after some people who are actually putting his stuff up for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, he obviously didn't go through with it, but I think his point was made. We're still talking about it. Right. So go ahead. There it is. Go ahead. Do you think? Go on with your bad self. All right. Um, bad self. Shakira and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Woo! They released this uh, video. Can't remember to forget you. Right. Right. Off uh, Shakira's upcoming album. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're not even gonna say anything. We're just gonna play the video because it was released last night. And boop. Let's check it out. (laughs) Follow, follow, follow. Can't remember to forget you. Oh, we thoughts. <laughs> well, this is my first time seeing the video. Good lord! But you've heard the song before. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard the song. It's all over the radio, man. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. They look great. Yeah, they look good. I didn't uh, know she cared played instruments too. That was tight. Oh I didn't, yeah. yeah, go yeah. back to her first album, uh, Laundry Service. And that's amazing. I, I didn't know she was playing drums though. She was getting it a little Sheila E style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've been a fan of Shakira for. Since before her American debut, uh, mm-hmm. one thing that I really like about this the song in general is that she didn't compromise herself by putting Rihanna on the track. Right. You know, some people they'll say, "Okay, well, we have to put Rihanna on this. We have to make it work." Yeah. For Rihanna, it flowed perfectly without it 
not being Shakira. It was a very Shakira-esque song. Yeah. I appreciate that. And the video was everything except the rent we didn't show the clip but there's a random bed in the middle of these staircases i just can't with that part i'm like what is this are y'all out of ideas because i can help y'all i got, got plenty you of got you got the ideas huh? yes all right leon thomas yes, let's sir. get into you sir okay cool so you started on broadway yeah yeah how'd you get into that really random my mom's a singer as well and uh she was going to a rehearsal and brought me with her and her friend was like oh my gosh, you have the same exact haircut as the young Simba in Lion King. You should definitely audition. I don't know if you can sing, but try it out. My, and my mom didn't even know that I could sing at the time. And, you know, she worked with me on the audition. And literally in a week, I went from just being a regular kid to starring on Broadway. And, and yeah. I know how uh, intense Broadway is. Yeah. So at that age, what was that like for you? Going to school and, you know, having to rest your voice? and I don't know. It was It was just... It was fun for me. It was like a playground. I mean, in the show, you know, I have a harness on and I get lifted up into the air. You know, I'm running. I'm doing backflips. I'm singing. I'm dancing. It was like, it was one of the most fun experiences I've ever really had to do. And mm-hmm. and uh, it was like a playground for me, honestly. It was a good time. So you go from Broadway. Yeah. And now you're moving into the world of acting. Right. I mean, where? Right. How, what's the difference for you? Before we get into it, you, you're on Nickelodeon's Victorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What's the difference between acting on Broadway versus acting in television? Was that hard transition for you? It wasn't a tough transition um, because even on Broadway, I think there's a there's a root you have to have within yourself, uh, a natural essence to your acting that doesn't feel too forced. But the difference between Broadway and TV is that with Broadway, you kind of got to project a little bit more. Your movements have to be uh, a little more fierce just because at this point, you know, you're trying to perform for the people all the way in the back of the auditorium, you know. So uh, when you're acting, you know, your movements can be a little bit smaller, but you still have to have the same energy. Was it difficult for you? Um, it wasn't really difficult for me. Like I said, I mean, acting and, and music in this industry is, is fun for me. And I think it has to be that for anybody who decides to make this their career because it, you know, you got to enjoy it. You spent way too much time doing it. <laughs> if you didn't enjoy it, 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 it's just not worth it. And you had a good cast, uh, for Victorious. Yeah. Really great cast. Um, yeah. and from there you move on and you're working on Ariana Grande's yeah, album. Exactly. You know. I mean, I knew her before the whole thing off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. What? Where did you see her going? How did that? How did you get involved with the project? Really, man, it was so random. Cause I mean, uh, while doing Victorious, we used to be in in the schoolroom, just pretty much going back and forth on different ideas of where we saw ourselves in ten years and what we wanted to be and how we saw ourselves musically. Where did you see yourself musically? Well. I really want to be a mogul. I really want to be a mogul. I want to be able to be an artist like Diddy was and and, and run a really great business and also be involved on the label side of things and produce for people. So, I mean, I'm looking to do a lot, (laughs) but um, I know that it's going to go down for me. And and, and for her, I always saw this this Whitney-type vibe, this big voice, this diva style, this, you know... Just, just great personality that she has to show through her music, and and she came by the studio and heard a couple songs we were doing, and ended up cutting them. And next thing I knew, I had four or five songs on her album. Yeah, on a multi-selling album. Yeah, like, man, it was number one in thirty <laughs> countries. Life kind of changes. Life definitely switched up, and you know what's great now is I can walk in any room and say, "All right, I've been a part of something really great." And um, 
we're just we're just looking forward to keep that up. Yeah. Now, before we get into your own music, uh, who were some of your influences? Because I also see that you're working with Babyface and Tony Braxton. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? That album's That's coming out epic. really soon. I actually just got the 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 album last night uh, to check out the song that we did and. Man, that was like a dream. I mean, I've been I've been working under Babyface uh as, you know, one of his production people and and uh one of his writing partners and it's just been so amazing, man, just to be under him and 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 to learn from a genius. I mean, he's had over like 30 number ones and 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 it's like to come from somebody who's been so successful, I mean, it I'm just hoping it rubs off, honestly. <laughs> well, what's something that he's kind of said to you uh throughout the years that kind of sticks in your brain? I respect his writing process. He's somebody who can double think a first idea. He can he can go through and really look through a song and say, Okay, this is what it needs to be you know, rather than putting something down and just calling it that for the rest of, mm. you know, that song's life. I mean he can actually, you know, the art of editing, you know, and really like going in there and making something perfect. And that was something that was kinda of difficult for you? Well, not difficult for me, but you know, coming from a young place where we see these videos on YouTube of Jay-Z going in the booth, you know, five minutes and yeah. <laughs> coming out with a song, and you think, okay, it should be I that hard that. to do. I can do that, too. But, you know, coming from this more classic style of writing where you really look at each lyric and, and talk about what it means and and just really make some sense, you know, paint a story for people. It's it's a it's definitely a different mindset to be in. So other than Babyface, who else kind of influenced the art of Leon? Well, it's funny we were talking about Prince. My um, my dad was a huge Prince fan, so growing up, I've listened to probably every Prince song ever recorded. <laughs> um, everyone Your and favorite. And, uh, yeah, I really love uh, Earthquake. That joint is crazy, and I love Purple Rain. You know, that song means a lot to me. My pops used to play that all the time growing up, and it's just such an emotional record. And Prince is just one of my favorites, man. He's amazing. Um, now, you're working on your own album. Yeah. Uh, you have a mixtape out. Right. Tell us the difference between your mixtape, the sound of your mixtape, versus the sound of your album that you're working on. Well, I think my album... The goal for the album is to reach uh, something that can be more of a mass appeal. The mixtape for me was uh, just an open space of creativity for me to just release for my fans, for them to really see exactly what goes on in my head, the type of things I like to listen to. Just give them a taste of that. And then over time, I'm really going to grow with my fans so that I can take them to that more mature place. But I had to set the tone. Mm-hmm. And Vibes was definitely that tone. It was it was a little bit more organic, uh old school type tones you know i used a lot of the chill wave uh dj's tracks like katrinada xxyyxx and and i kind of just did my own thing i'm like a big fan of uh the uk sound right now so i'm just i'm playing with it and uh you guys can get that over at dat piff i believe Mm -hmm. yeah you can check it out at dat piff and yeah it was just a really good time for me but this album is um I'm really aiming for that top 10 record and and I'm um, just trying to make sure that I can get something that everybody can rock with. Well, and so let's talk about the album cuz you have a single out. It's called Hello Who Are You? Yeah. I mean, you're kind of already blessed. You're starting your first <laughs> single is with Wiz Khalifa. Man, thanks a lot, brother. It, it was it was crazy to get him on that. That was now, amazing. Now, explain this to me. Mhm. We have a, a what's called a visualizer. Right. 
Yeah. What? I've never heard of this term. What is a visualizer? Well, Benji Grimberg, who's the president of Rostrum Records, uh, we sat down and we thought of some different ways to kind of hold my fans over with something visual they can watch while they check out my song. Um, so until we get the actual until video. Until we get the actual video. Uh, and we've been working hard on the music video. We went through a lot of different edits. I wanted to make it perfect, and we finally got it right, and Columbia's approving it right now, so we'll have about a week and a half before it's... Boop. Before it's you know ready to be be out in the world, but um, we wanted to give people something they could watch while they checked out my record, and and, and that visualizer was it. So we're gonna play a clip of "Hello, How Are You" uh, to the visualizer. Yeah, check it out. Thomas, hello, how are you? Featuring hello. Wiz Khalifa. Yes, sir. You guys can check that out on, on your YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Um, Wiz Khalifa, who, what, can we expect other features on the album? Or you kind of want to... I know a lot of people say it's my first uh, album, so I want to you know, kind of it just be me, my sound. What are your takes on that? Well, I think help is always necessary. Um, but... <laughs> You know, I just want to do my own thing, and then whoever falls in line, I think, will just will just make sense. Um, we've got some really awesome records. It's a really dope live sound. Uh, to compliment, hello, how are you? Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the core of everything, I'm a musician. And I just really want to show that. That's my that's my message. You know, I just want to bring that live sound back, bring, bring some of that 
that flavor back to the industry. You know, um, it's a different thing. And, and with artists like Miguel and Frank Ocean and Bruno Mars doing as well as they are, I just feel like there's hope for me. There's hope for me to just do what I, I want to do. I, I definitely think so. I like one thing I really like about your music is it's outside of the box. It's not you can't label your music man thanks bro anything specifically uh where there are some r&b artists or artists that i've grew up to and you know fell in love with their music and then it kind of they had to go back to that mainstream sound i think you yeah. found your own sound i think it, it's unique it's different has a little bit of you know today yeah. but at the same time it's its own lane fresh and again it's bringing the sound of music back i can listen to this and feel oh this song has soul to it man which thanks, bro. <laughs> is missing in a lot of today's right. music yeah. um so I, lo I love that you know the new artists that are coming in today are, are really trying to put the stamp on that um 2014 mm -hmm. is is here. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> what's something that other than uh, your album you really want musically to kind of establish this year as as a new artist? As a new artist, um, I'm so excited to get on the road. I mean, I feel like my live show is really gonna give people just a just something special to walk away with, you know, seeing somebody on stage playing a couple instruments and, and dancing his butt off and really just doing his own thing. Who knows how to work a st I mean, yeah, I could work a stage. The biggest stage is Broadway. So That's what I'm if saying. You can yeah, work yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really gotta, you really gotta work a stage and, and I just want to give people an, an experience, you know, I want them to walk away feeling like they, they really have something. So, I mean, that's my, that's my goal. Now, uh, the visualizer was clips from uh, the music from video. the music video. Yeah. So now, with the music video, did you go into it saying, "Here's the song"? You know, this is what I would like to kind of represent, or did you have a director who kind of said, well, "I love the song. This is where I think we should go with it." Well, yeah, it was a very quick process. I mean, last minute we we knew that we only had Wiz for you know a couple of days, a couple of different dates, and. Um, we had to kind of turn it around in a week. So I had this idea uh, in the back of my head the whole time uh, based off of a New York City uh, bus. Uh, and we used the bus throughout the whole music video. And uh, I got Wiz on top of a bus doing his thing. And it's just a really good time, man. Um, we really turned the whole thing into a party. And uh, it was it was definitely a collaborative effort between me and uh, Bernard Gorley. And uh, we just killed it. And visually, I, li I like uh, the lighting. I, I like the the wash fades of red, the blue. Right, yeah. It, it's so simple, but it adds so much. It's a flavor. To the song. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a flavor, and it's something that um, I think is really important. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of indie music, and and I love some of the visuals that are paired up with some of these moody records. It really gives you a, a tone. You kind of feel a certain emotion when you watch it, and I mean that's what I'm looking forward to giving y'all. Um, you have a new movie coming out mm -hmm. this year. Yeah, badasses, <laughs> badasses. Uh, actually, before I get into that, you uh, you're working on this album, uh, your album. You're wor you were working on with Ariana Grande, her yeah. album, her Christmas yeah. album, Babyface, oh. Tony Braxton. Yeah, is there someone else that, who, if you could work with somebody right now, who would it be? If I could work with somebody right now, I really want to work with uh, Miguel and Frank Ocean. I think like I can really add uh, an an interesting 
taste to their production style. Like, I feel like I have something that people haven't even heard yet. Like, some of the stuff that me and my production partner have been creating, it's locked up in a box. Like, literally nobody's heard it. So I'm excited to let some of that sound out, and hopefully, you know, they'll hear it through the grapevine and, and, you know, ask me to come play. It'll be tight. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's get into it. Badasses, action movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd you get involved with the project? You're working with Danny Trejo and Danny Glover? Yeah, super dope, man. (laughs) I mean, and these fellas have been in thousands of, you know, action films, and I was just so glad to be a part of it, man. Um, I learned a lot from them. I mean, Danny Trejo was definitely taking me under his wing the whole movie and just showing me, like, different things that he likes to do, you know, his technique as an actor. and You know, movies are always a little bit different than TV, so it was a nice adjustment. You know, you're... TV is very similar to Broadway. That's why I was saying Broadway and TV aren't that different. You have to have a certain energy. It's it's very active. Movies, literally, you have to come from inside and kind of stay there. You have to make sure that you're speaking with your eyes. And and um, I was trying to do that throughout the whole you know process, man. Just really give people you know a different side of my uh, acting. What's the premise of the movie about? Well. Danny Trejo plays his vigilante. Uh, he pretty much goes out and and uh, does his thing. He's he's a uh, kind of like uh, fighting fighting a lot of different things. You know, um, my character is a drug dealer, <laughs> and he also helps him out at the boxing ring. And you know, he's pretty much just trying to get back at some people who burned down his uh, you know his whole situation and and um i'm just playing a sidekick killing it off they haven't so now but badass as it comes out this year um your album dropping mm-hmm. this year yeah video in like a week or two yeah let's we'll hope just, for we'll hope, but you yeah. know the, no set date but yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon <laughs> soon um where can everyone get all of your information? Do you have a website? Where where, where can fans follow you? Are you interactive with your fans? Yeah. I mean, most importantly, uh, you should definitely check out my Instagram, at Leon Thomas. You, you, you can always get some great updates there. Uh, Twitter is a great place as well. And then you can also check out LeonThomas.com. So it's all pretty simple. If you know my name, you know how to find me. And when can we expect a tour? Uh, tour super soon. I'm trying to hit these colleges. You know, right. I want to hit these HBCUs and, and just get out there and do my thing. There you guys have it. Leon Thomas, new single, Hello, How Are You? That's with that. Wiz Khalifa. Um, I want to get into this thing we do here. It's called The Six Mix. So we're cool. going to play six songs that everyone should go out and download uh, after they download Hello, How Are You? Yeah, do it. And also go to datpiff.com and download Vibes. Vibes, check it. <laughs> um, now, it's funny. You're, you worked with Danny Glover. <laughs> and Nicki Minaj just put her verse on the Danny Glover remix. Such a dope song. I think it's funny. <laughs> so it's by Young Thug. Let's listen to the Danny Glover remix. Who the fuck told them that they was like Nicki? Oh, no bitches didn't. I'ma give bitches a minute of shine and I'll tell them good riddance. To raise a child, it might take a village. But I wouldn't know because these bitches, my sons, yes, they was and they still is. Gave them the kitten. Now that nigga smitten Told him to hop in my foreign And then I said, no, I'm just kidding Hell of a living You bitches on chitlins When I come out of my mansion I sprinkle Nicki Minaj on the remix of Danny yeah, Glover yeah. remix Um... <laughs> 
Nikki is just she. I don't know if you knew uh, PTAF boss ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj got on that one of the hottest like underground YouTube sensational so songs. Funny. <laughs> uh, which they're about to come out with with their music. I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah. Oh wow, got that's him, gonna I be got funny. Him signed. Really? Yeah. It was really that's so. They dope. did their first performance uh, Grammy weekend. Right. I love them. I, I do. It's just a little it's personal so thing. Funny, yeah, um, it's so good. So Nicki Minaj got on that track. She's working on a mixtape right now and an album. Yeah. So I mean, she's been quiet for a minute. I heard we're gonna get the old Nicki back, the right. Queen's Nicki. Yeah. Which hopefully I'm excited. Um, so check that. That's coming out soon. Next, DJ K Slay. Now I almost didn't want to put this because. But I had to because it's Vado and Papoose, and I'm from the East Coast. Yeah, so I just yeah. Had to this. It's called Fire, but I just can't with these. I promise y'all when I drop a mixtape, like, I will not put my damn thing over the damn song. I can't with. No mixtape, mixtape, mixtape. Like, I just yeah. can't with that. And call it salt, call it whatever you want. I just can't. All right, but it's DJ K Slay, Vado, Papoose, and the uh, singer is Nathaniel. It's called Fire. Big shots to Gun Productions on the track. On the dirt, you know what's under the shirt. We had to shoot for the turf, nigga. Shoot to get murked. Before I bring the ladder, put the little Rugas to work. Run the business where I put the little shooters to work. Got the Reggie for the dollar, three stacks for the sour. Chain smoker running through three packs every hour. Take a nigga strip so quick, we make it ours. Leave them in a tub full of... DJ K-Slave, Vado, Papoose, Nathaniel, Fire. Both of those and that and the uh, Danny Glover remix are on datpiff.com. Uh, Y'all can check that out. Now this next one, we spoke about this earlier. YG's dropping his uh, first EP in March. Dang. I'm excited about it. Uh, he's working with DJ Mustard, who has just been like, Killer. I mean, Jesus had a conversation with this man at the beginning of the year. He was like, <laughs> look, you <better laughs> get ready. <laughs> um, it's called YG. I mean, it's YG left, right. Let's take a listen. The video's out. So make sure you guys check that out, too. YG featuring DJ Mustard left right. <laughs> DJ Mustard is rapping in the video. Like I was like, oh, yeah. really? That. Yeah, I proved that. Um, <laughs> I love the song. I like uh, the sound of it. I, I like the little Middle Eastern kind of mm-hmm. flair to it. Yeah, it's that West Coast. It's fun, man. It's real good times. Uh, next, had to give it to the East Coast again. Cameron featuring a track. This is Humphrey off of uh, Federal Reserve, which is going to be coming out. I'm excited. I love Cameron, and he brought his own sound back. Here we go. 
So always trying to doubt a nigga right here. I ain't never really lost nothing, man. Dame said I'm buggy cause I wanna fight B-Hop. I said I'll fuck him up after two months of detox. Besides that, eight mil for Reebok. I take him to the bar, pa. That's 33 shots. He's telling me I need nine. He must not remember young killer that hustled in his weed spot when he had the black legs and I boost treetops. Somebody talk about him, then they would have got a speed knot. This is when me and her sort of ran the G-spot. Older niggas left and we came in with green top. Cameron, A-Track, Humphrey. You a Cameron fan? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm thankful he's coming back. He's been quiet for too long. Stop. We don't need to do any of those movies. <laughs> um, next, Big Boy Sade, uh, Phantogram, which I've never heard of Phantogram. But I got to check it out because this song's dope. Have you heard this yet? No, nah, I haven't heard this CPU yet. CPU 2.0, Big Boy Sade, they slay this. Show me what's good. <laughs> Big Boy is everything. <laughs> everything, bro. <laughs> everything. Outcast is coming back. Too, yes. So that's like super exciting for me because I'm a huge Outcast. You're going to be fan. at Coachella? Oh, yeah. I'm there every year, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, CPU 2.0, that's on iTunes. You guys can check that out. Uh, final song it's this artist, CJ Hilton, featuring Mario, um, and it's called Come. C O M E. Be your flashlight in the dark. You the fire, be the spark. You the player, while I'm the keys. You the air, I'm the tree. Be your fan, shoot a star. You the day, and I'm the mark. You the bed, I'm the sheets. So when I come, baby, come with me. Let me love you. May y'all have it. CJ Hilton featuring Mario. Come. Uh, I had to cut that little clip because it's called C-O-M-E, but it gets real explicit with, with, <laughs> with the chorus. And normally I don't mind it, but I mean, normally, I mean we'd be playing everything on right, here. Right. But that chorus needed to be chopped up. I was like, oh, what? It's crazy, huh? I don't want to hear that on the Too show. much, man. Too much. All right, Mario. Mario's been real excited lately, huh? Well, we're yeah, excited. We want you to come back, Mario. What the hell? <laughs> You thought you thought he was over? Yeah, man. I thought Mario was over. I was like, oh, whoa. What's yeah. So you guys have, you guys can get some of those on datpip.com as well as iTunes. Uh, the YG song and the big boy are on iTunes. The rest you can get at datpip for free. Um, again, along with Leon Thomas, Vibes, mixtape at datpip.com. Also, make sure you guys check out Leon Thomas featuring Wiz Khalifa. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? On YouTube. Yeah. And check out the single on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Boop. iTunes as well. Leon, I want to thank you for coming in. I appreciate, I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. Again, where can your fans follow you? You can follow me at Twitter at Leon Thomas, Instagram at Leon Thomas, and check me out leonthomas.com. Make right. sure you stay tuned for the tour. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right, you guys <laughs> can hit us up at BHL Online, also on Instagram at the Beat TV, uh, and you guys can tweet me at DJ Jesse J. Until next week, same time, same place. Peace.
from producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Music redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.